Hello there, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the Starseed Network podcast. I'm sending you a big hug and so much love across all the interwebs, radio waves, and stations that you're tuning into this from. This is our exploration of our spiritual human journey, our ascension process on Earth, and getting to talk to incredible light beings and light workers all around the world. So today I had the absolute pleasure of getting to speak to one of my deep, deep friends um, from San Diego, California, Mr. Edvin Alexander, who is a manifestation coach, an oracle card reader. He leads sacred rituals, bath rituals, and he's also a photographer and a creative person and dynamic being on all levels. So I will put in the link below where you can find him on social media to check out some of his work and reach out to him if you want to learn more so this is going to be a really beautiful episode where we just have a just one of our typical conversations you know all about manifestation conscious speaking conscious creating and conscious being so yeah I also am so excited to announce, in celebration of the fact that this is episode 44, which is a powerful master number. So I've been taking my time to release this one because I wanted to make sure that all the structures and everything were in place to support it and feel the power of this energy. Also, we're stepping into Leo season, which is so exciting. I love Leo season. I'm a Leo sun, Mercury, Venus, North Node and Midheaven. So this is my time, baby. We are shining. We are having fun. We are bright. We are vibrating. So if you want to book a session with me this month, it is always so deeply appreciated. I offer channeled present moment tarot readings, therapeutic tarot, Reiki healing sessions, and quantum healing and spiritual guidance sessions where we dive deep, deep, deep. I'm also so excited to announce that I relaunched my website. I restructured, reworked it. It's so beautiful. I'm so proud of it. Please go check it out. I also have a new blog section where I'm posting content, reflections, poetry, all about quantum healing and parts work and learning about the tarot and Reiki. And I also created a Patreon page. For those of you who would like to support this mission and this podcast, we have some amazing exclusive benefits for our patrons and truly you are supporting a deep and embodied and loving cause here on this earth that not only impacts you and me, but impacts the whole planet with the work that we get to do here. So all of that energy exchange is coming back to you in tenfold. We also have some really exciting perks to being a part of that um, in different tiers. You get different access. So 
Some of you can subscribe to get a monthly tarot reading delivered to your inbox, a pre-recorded video reading on, you can specify the topic if you choose, or just your general what you need to know for this month, or subscribe to receive Reiki energy healing treatments every single month so you get that beautiful boost in energy to fuel your manifestations and heal yourself and live your best life, and you don't even have to participate participate in anything live, the energy comes to you at the most ideal time possible. So that's just a few of the many perks and live streams and Q&As and classes we're going to be hosting on there. So go check it out. I'm also so excited to announce that I'm going to be hosting a live class on the Saged app on August 3rd. It's going to be all about connecting to your masculine and feminine energy in order to manifest abundance and sovereignty into your life. So... I know that's a lot. I've been busy. I've been busy brewing some stuff up. So I'm so excited to see how it all pans out. We are creating, building, growing, expanding, and stepping into our full power. So in that spirit, please enjoy this episode. Take it in because the wisdom here is timeless and invaluable. Much love, beautiful beings. And of course, don't forget to like, subscribe, share this episode with anyone who you feel might resonate or who might benefit from receiving this information and this transmission. And feel free to leave us a review because it just makes me so happy to see if you guys like, I love receiving your feedback and I love receiving your reviews. So even if it's just a little Instagram DM or a public review, it's always so deeply appreciated. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Um, it's been a long time coming. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for episode 44 specifically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So tell us about that number. What about that number specifically for you? <laughs> Eight, abundance, you know? Yes. Love Absolutely that. embracing that plus... You know, an infinity uh, sign. Mm. Um, well, how would I say it? Uh, eternal, timeless souls reconnecting and having a conversation in this reality. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I, I always have that vibe when I'm with you. It's like we're, we're speaking across, like, yes, across yes. All, <laughs> all planes. It's you, yes. me, your ancestors, my ancestors, the yeah. star uh, nations. Mm-hmm. They really Everybody. do be showing out. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I am grateful and honored to be part of it. Oh, me too. I'm so grateful that, that we got you on here as it, like when yeah. the this timing aligned divinely. And yeah, I would love if you felt called to share a little bit about your journey and how you came into you know, being where you are today and doing what you do and, you know, being a manifestation coach and doing all these beautiful spiritual practices, like where did that start and how did it bring you here? Well, I started uh, by being born in El Salvador. Mm -hmm. I am from El Salvador. I lived in Costa Rica and I lived in Guatemala before I came to the United States when I was 16 years old mm -hmm. back in uh, 2002. I am currently residing in San Diego at a beautiful oceanfront apartment that I uh, manifested over the last few years, as well as uh, the vehicle that is parked up front that was manifested. Uh, mm -hmm. A car without car payments, 
particularly was the manifestation that I worked upon. Mm. I wasn't specific about the type of car or the color. I just was at that time testing my own abilities. Mm. Um, abilities which at that point had already taken me to San Diego uh, without mm. a car, without a job, without a place to go. It was mm. just hard set go and mm. I was hard pulled. <laughs> but that's the most recent time, of course, that is me already being embodied of my power. Mm -hmm. uh, most of my wisdom came through suffering. I, uh, you know, we all have different difficulties and, and challenges that bring us about our, our knowledge. Mm -hmm. And in my case was being homeless a few times, um, which was a rock bottom in comparison to being an executive at AT&T for some time. Uh, mm -hmm. I was in management for AT&T Wireless during the iPhone launch when, when AT&T basically had exclusivity over the iPhone. So I introduced mm -hmm. that. Uh, it was a beautiful time to be there, uh, very profitable. And, mm -hmm. and I've gotten both spectrums. Um, I was part of a couple of businesses, a tattoo shop business, as well as an auto brokering office in North Hollywood, all of this in LA, mm -hmm. before I walked away from it empty-handed during a certain time. And, and that is when I really connected with myself. I really connected with uh, spirits, uh, beings of other dimensions and realms mm. um, all all really happened that night in Malibu when I had to sleep on the dirt under a, under a tree with my dog between mm. my arms and my my uh, backpack as a pillow you know yeah that that's so powerful and like you've told me that that story a few times before and like every time it, it's just like really it really hits home and especially like it, I, it's so fascinating the way that we like connected and met because I was basically yeah. going through my own version of like homelessness and you're in this place of, you know, starting to move into, you know, more stability and, and manifesting more abundance and really just being such a, a guide and really like holding space for all the different feelings and, and things that were coming up for me. And just like the, some of the, like yes. the practices that you showed me and you taught me and yeah, I would love to hear about like how you, how you really like view manifesting, how you approach it, how, how you do that on a day-to-day -day basis in your life. Well, as a manifestation coach, at times I almost feel like I am also a spiritual awakening guide. Mm -hmm. um, because there are many, many beliefs that have to be already established by the time that one can actually begin to manifest. Uh, it's a process. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. And I am very mindful to remind people that although I may be a shaman, I may be a guru, a guide for you, my goal is not for you to grow reliant upon my wisdom or my, mm -hmm. my voice, my words. It is to always awaken that within you. Mm -hmm. the, the fastest possible that I can do that is the best. Um, I have focused on like a three-month program that is extremely one-on-one. -on -one, it's customized because we all have different paths. I cannot mm -hmm. just have a menu like a McDonald's and say, this is your path to awakening. Mm -hmm. it, is, uh, it is a very personalized experience. Mm -hmm. um, I have been feeling more called to create Zoom calls with many people, but it's still, it still is a matter of going one-on-one -on -one because, first of all, it is very strongly uh, founded on the fact that with your words, you create your reality. Mm -hmm. And so there are certain processes to, to believe that. The concept of the effect that water 
uh, the words have on water, for example. Mm-hmm. And and so many different studies done by, by Japanese scientists and in regards to this matter, that when you understand it, when you believe it, when it clicks, that you can actually alter the state of water, then you can recognize that you too, your body is water. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you can alter your own state by the way that you speak about yourself as well as about others. Because one of the foundational beliefs that I say is all speech is prayer. Mm-hmm. Whatever uh, deity you believe in, for example, be it God, the universe, Mother Earth, Allah, Buddha, whatever it may be, it never stops listening to you. It never mm-hmm. says, oh, Saleh is not speaking about Saleh right now. She's talking about that one girl that she doesn't really like. <laughs> your body does no difference. Your body hears your comments about that person mm. in the same way that it hears about yourself. And so the awareness to be able to recognize how we all have some judgment towards others and the way that we express about it is one big component of our manifestation. Mm. Another one is changing narratives. And we all have our own version of that narrative. And, and that narrative is something that we know almost as good as our name. And then we wonder why certain experiences just keep playing out in our life. Yet Mm -hmm. when we meet somebody new, we explain ourselves in regards to certain narratives that we might have that have many limitations. Mm -hmm. And it is said, you get to keep your limitations because you believe them (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you're honoring them and you're strengthening them as you speak about them. So Mm -hmm. recognizing that is is part of my... uh, my job as, as a coach for everybody who begins to manifest. There's many, many aspects, but I just want to throw those yeah. a few uh, to begin with. Yeah, conscious speech is so huge. And I, I always notice that in the way that you talk about things and you phrase things and even just talking about everyday occurrences in your life, phrasing them in a way that are attracting more of that abundant energy. And so like, how do you kind of work on addressing and releasing those limitations that you feel for yourself and your clients? The speech to begin with. Um, Mm -hmm. For example, saying I am not tired versus saying I am awake is a very small change of Mm -hmm. communication. Um, I do my best to avoid the not in sentences. And Mm -hmm. rather than speak to the universe, what I believe I am not, speak to it what I believe I am. Mm -hmm. That is a very important aspect of of that just like the word trying for example which is to me a self-sabotaging word because mm-hmm. it, it it sets you up for failure when you try something rather than when you do something mm-hmm. it is almost like a, like a getaway word mm-hmm. um there are other words as well that i that i focus on but gratitude has a lot to do with the whole magic that manifesting comes with Mm-hmm. Because it isn't just about saying things that you believe or you want to believe and then waiting for them to happen. It's can your heart feel it? Can the mm-hmm. emotions of your body put in motion this reality? Mm-hmm. It is said that we create things twice in life. When we think about them and then when we experience them, when we see them. Yeah. So yeah. at times seeing them and experiencing them before we actually have them is important. Manifesting the social front apartment for me um, at the time when I was sleeping in my car with my dog. It was a routine. It was a matter of me waking up and understanding my theta brain waves and going outside of the car and facing the ocean because I would park in front of it and just open my arms and say, I am grateful for my ocean front home. 
and my ocean front apartment and just witness it. And then as soon as I opened my eyes in that particular case, I was in front of the ocean. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I was helping myself to believe more into that reality that I was attempting to create. Some things mm -hmm. get manifested very quickly. Some take time because they all have to follow a certain mathematic divine timing that I speak of. Mm, yes, the divine timing. That one's definitely huge. I, I so relate to that, like realize how certain things I've manifested so easily or th things that like really wanted four years ago that I was really manifesting then and then came into my life like now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I don't even know if I want this anymore, but thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And like in the time like, that when I knew you and I was in San Diego, I was doing the same thing of like manifesting my own house, like my own home that I could afford easily and effortlessly. That was my thing, like manifesting that. And it happened. The way that it came about was... So beautiful. Yeah, so completely unexpected and beautiful and even better than I could have imagined originally. Better so, than expected. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it is real and you really can like can see the uh, the effects of that and yeah, it is that everyday process of like every day making some time to just really let yourself experience that feeling no matter what even if you're going through it in all sorts of ways of being like, okay, like this is my time. These are my, this is my time. I'm really just going to sit here and feel this abundance and just believe it as much as I can and let it sink into my bones. And Absolutely. See what happens with that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I've I noticed a lot how beneficial it is to invest time with nature. Mm. Um, at times when I have been working on attracting this abundance, mm -hmm. one of the best things that I could do is immerse myself in the abundance of nature mm. when you take a look at a tree and you see how many leaves it has when mm. you take a look at a dandelion and see how many seeds it has mm. the universe is full of abundance when you take a look at the ocean and just see the vastness of it but we fail to see this abundance that surrounds us when we happen to remain indoors in a closed room in mm. a closed mind state and yeah. so i remind people to at times Avoid trusting thoughts that came in a, do in a room mm. and, and put yourself outside and, and receive the light and the openness and see if these thoughts of negativity that you had indoors remain or if there is a shift. Yeah, that, that's Nature so is a great teacher. Nature is a great, great teacher. Mm, yeah, like just even just like walking on the grass barefoot makes such a huge difference. And like taking in the sun, receiving those sun codes... Let yes. them just come into your body. It's like, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and mind you, I've had to, I've had to be mindful about when I recommend that to to people, um, because we all have different skin tones and different skin conditions. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I happen to be very blessed being a Latino man, and mm -hmm. I tan nicely when I'm outside under the sunlight. But I have been with others, and then they walk out of their burn all red and, and having to deal with skin peeling, right? And so mm -hmm. one of those new things that I invite people is to build that sun callus, that, mm -hmm. that ability for your skin to kind of just handle the heat by mm -hmm. increasing your exposure, ideally during the early hours of the day or, you know, like golden hour and, uh, in the afternoon mm -hmm. and gradually move towards the middle of the day when we have that peak heat from the sun mm -hmm. right above us. And that allows your body to just acclimate to that uh, extended sun exposure 
that if you take it all at once, it's too much. It's like sun gazing for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I began with moon gazing. I, I began mm-hmm. by looking at the stars. I would lay down in a clear night sky and just fixate on a single star beam and just mm-hmm. understand that that light that was reflecting from that star could either be its light or in other cases is the reflection that we receive from another light into mm-hmm. it in the same way that we receive the moon, for example. The moon has no light. It is simply the reflection of the sun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like acclimating your eyes to that transition but and waking up and seeing the golden hour in the morning, the golden hour in the afternoon, all of that just prepares your eyes to be able to handle this sun gazing. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. And I, I feel like it's almost like a metaphor in some ways for preparing yourself to, to receive that energy of abundance and that energy of love and let that come in. Um, Some of our ancestors had a saying that uh, mentioned, uh, you can only see the sun when the sun can see you. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's been such a journey for me, at least personally this year and kind of just really wanting to understand what this energy of abundance is and like really almost like crack that code, like get to the bottom of it. And because it's something that it's like, it's so filtered based on what reality you live in because you can live in a reality where you know so many people who are so abundant and living their dreams and it happens effortlessly and it happens easily And there's so much out there of all this like powerhouse of energy. And then if you choose to live in a reality where you see it filtered through the lens of like, oh, something's going on in the world. So it's affecting me. And like everyone is going through all this stuff. So, you know, (laughs) it's like so interesting. Yeah. And just like releasing our, our own internal programming. It's, it's such a deep process. And I, I feel like that like desire is like what drives it. It's like when we have a desire to heal something, it's like that that healing has to come in a way. Well, you know, I was I was going to mention in regards to that, the abundance mm-hmm. concept, right? Which is mm-hmm. the eighth, the infinite, right? 888, mm-hmm. uh, abundance, <laughs> manifestation, money, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very important that, again, with our words, each mm-hmm. word, a beautiful stroke of paint and the masterpiece that our life is. Mm. you wouldn't just throw a slab of paint and say abundance on a piece of painting Mm. because you're not being specific about what type of abundance. I personally know people that have an abundance of problems, uh, an abundance of issues, an abundance of enemies. And Mm. so here they are manifesting a type of abundance that might not be what they think about when they say the word abundance. Mm. I, I want to be abundant. I, I am abundant. And so the universe then says, uh-huh, uh-huh, go on. Abundance of <laughs> mm-hmm. material possessions, you know, uh, uh, abundance of uh, little bracelets of crystals. Uh, <laughs> there's so much abundance that we can receive and, and mm. have. And so the specific ability, abundance of money, well, you, you know, you can have a lot of coins in a jar. And technically that is an <laughs> abundance of money. But is it yeah. the, the, the type of abundance that can allow you to pay your, your cell phone bill in your apartment? No. Mm. And so at times it isn't just about clinging up to some of the cliche words mm. that we all in the spiritual realm know how to use. Mm. Um, for example, 
you may want an abundance of money, but you may lack the preparedness to handle it. And mm. so the universe will at that point intervene in your manifestation and delay this financial abundance because it must first focus on the preparedness. Otherwise, mm. you might lose it all. Mm. And then you might lose it all <laughs> because it's not just about manifesting something to have. It's also about manifesting the ability to keep it or even yeah. better to upgrade as, as you evolve with that. So Absolutely. financial stability is very different than financial abundance. Mm. And I know many people that are angry that they are failing at manifesting financial abundance, yet lack the gratitude for the financial stability, even if it's a fine balance, even if it's just having enough for what you need when you need it and nothing mm. else. Mm. That still is, it's a beautiful experience in reality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's so true and that's so deep and it's fascinating also like the perspective that it gives being in like kind of reevaluating what monetary value even even is in some ways because yes. it's funny to feel to, to also like be um in mexico and be like okay here a u.s dollar is worth like 20 pesos and like you can get a lot of things with that you can do quite well like you can get like what you need with that in, in some places yes. And meanwhile, in the United States, like one dollar is not going to really do much for you. And so, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the ten dollar bill. The ten dollar bill is the, is the new dollar bill out here. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> inflation is really something else right now. Yeah, and it's like who comes up with these with these numbers as well? Like who comes up with like the quote unquote value? value of these different monetary exchanges or energetic exchanges which they are at the end of Absolutely. the day so it's well you gotta remember really we keep printing the money and so the more that you print it without the gold back in like you know it was back in the day mm-hmm. you devalue the money i mean there are people that have a lot of money but they have it and saved up in the bank and with inflation going up they're actually losing money by having it in the bank with a very small interest rate versus mm-hmm. actually grabbing that money and Going past the fear and using it and investing it in a, in a meaningful way. Even yeah. philanthropy at this point may have a, a greater karma uh, reward mm. than just having money stagnant waiting in the bank. While, of mm. course, the bank whom has it, whom is holding it for you, says, thank you very much, sir. We're going to use it and invest it and loan it and make money with your money. Keep working mm. for it. <laughs> but there's a lot of things that are changing in regards to money now a lot of us Mm -hmm. are also becoming more aware and we are using Mm -hmm. uh, money more consciously versus you know the the older uh, paradigm of being just like a a frivolous spender with Mm -hmm. with no purpose with no reason with no just knowing you manifest more because you will but Mm -hmm. forgetting the power of your dollar yeah, absolutely. And yeah, just feeling good about where those dollars are going as well. Like feeling good about where you're investing them. Yeah, so the universe can finance them. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like everything that comes through us, like we don't own it. Like even the money that we receive, like it's not even ours. We're just a vessel for it to transmit absolutely. it into different avenues. <laughs> now, Saole, I do have a, I do have a question for you. Oh, I don't okay. know if that's allowed, but <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, mm. I 
obviously I do the manifestation coaching and I'm grateful for the clients as they come and go, uh, especially once they follow up with me and tell me about their successes, right? Of the, the things that I was a catalyst for, mm. but on a more personal aspect, recently the dream realm has been on a whole nother level. And I would like mm. to know from you being, you know, a star bloom yourself, uh, a star being manifested in this reality as a, as a beautiful human being. What, what has that been going on for you? How are your dreams? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, my dreams have been off the chain lately. Um, particularly um, since like April, especially. I mean, I've always had like pretty intense dreams, but I think for me, especially April, May, kind of started this really, really deep process and yeah my dreams have been really powerful I've been writing them down every morning and mm. really just meditating on them and what what they're bringing up for me because the way that I feel like my dreams communicate with me it's always like it's so fascinating because sometimes I will experience alternate timelines in my dreams mm. yes um, yes yeah or like my fears will be highlighted to me or things that I haven't healed yet or, you know, things that are kind of being reflected in the collective. Um, like right before Roe v. Wade happened, I like had this dream that I had like this baby <laughs> that came out of nowhere. And I like had this baby all wow. of a sudden. And I was like, oh my God, how do I take care of this baby? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and it also like when I was supposed to fly back to the States, um, the flight I had planned to come back like end of May, I think, um, which I didn't end up taking because I kept getting this guidance to to stay in Oaxaca and like mm. kept, that message just kept coming and I've been listening to that and leaning into that and it's been so rewarding. Um, yeah. I had I had a lot of recurring dreams before then of like what what would happen if I chose to take that flight, like the feelings okay. that I would have. And it was almost like my my guides or whoever kind of showing me like, this is why you can't do this. <laughs> like, mm. This is why you need to listen to what we're telling you. Even if your heart might be split in different directions, like yes, it, it's such a, it's such a communication point for me. I feel like especially so much comes in like specific guidance, instructions, like clear sentences, or just like going back and rereading my dream journal from like a few months back and being like, oh, that makes so much sense for like what mm. I was going through at the time. Yes. Um, there's so much to do with dreams. It's like, it's endless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I asked you because recently I have been going through an interesting transition in the, in the dream world. Mm. And, and I, I don't mind you, actually it started happening before I began to read this book. Uh, it's called 2150 by mm. Thea Alexandra. Um, it speaks, it was, the book was written in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And it speaks about a man whom in 1976 goes to sleep. And when he's, a, when he's dreaming, he is in 2150. Oh. And so in 2150, he gets to witness the reality of the, the, the macro consciousness, the humanity has developed, as well as the effects of the micro man the micro micro humanity with the with the current reality in which uh you know the society we live in and the world we live in exists mm. operates you know out of selfishness and there's poverty and there's war and there's envy and all of these things and so this man is living two lives basically mm. which 
which is very similar to the experience. I guess the way that I could describe it is this. Before I used to live and like being at a restaurant, that was my main meal. And so I would get that serve, you know, I'm serving a delicious meal. And then my dreams were like a side dish that I would get, you know, like a side mm. plate. And sometimes that side plate of the dreams would complement my waking reality. Mm. Lately, it feels as though when I sit on this table of life, I am served a waking life main course and a dream life main course. Mm. It feels like a complete separate reality that I am fully living when I dream. And as I wake up and I'm here, there is another full reality. And so, and the beautiful thing is that there are messages in which they connect. But what I've noticed is that it is not about me deciphering the meaning of the message in the dream, but mm -hmm. rather focusing on the emotions that mm -hmm. the dream caused and then seeing how those emotions translate into my reality. And mm -hmm. then that's where, the, that's where the message comes rather than deciphering or translating the dream and seeing mm. what, what does this mean in my real life? No, it means nothing. Mm. What was the feeling that the thing, that the dream gave you? This. Yeah. Okay, this in my life is giving me that feeling. What happened to solve it? What emotions did I go through? Mm. Yeah. Wow, that, that's, that's so deep. And I really, I, I really resonate with that. Like oftentimes... And it, it it's different all the time, but sometimes I feel like when I'm sleeping, I'm like straight up out there doing like cosmic work. <laughs> like yes, I'm out yes. there like busy. Like I wake up tired sometimes. Like I've been busy all night long. Or people will tell me like, oh, you showed up in my dreams or something like that. Or you gave me a message in my dreams or like, yes. or even, even in the case of being like, oh, I had a dream like where my guides were telling me to book a session with you that like I had to, that you had a message for me. I'm like, whoa, like what? It, <laughs> I really fully believe that, that we do, we do go somewhere when we're dreaming and yes. yeah, that's. And it's beyond, it's beyond astral projection at this point for me, because mm -hmm. I can tell when I am astral projecting somewhere mm -hmm. versus where I am vividly dreaming and going through these motions and, and the ability to wake up, for example, and go use the restroom and consciously go back to sleep knowing that I'm going to pick up where I left off. Mm -hmm. And that's just beyond my, my human comprehension at times. Yeah. Where is this dream that pauses while I am awake here and then proceeds, continues if I choose to go to sleep, be it that same time or perhaps nights later? Yeah. I, I mean, that reminds me a lot of like reality shifting, which is kind of like this trend that was going around on TikTok in 2020, where um, like teenagers, especially or like young, young teenagers were consciously scripting and shifting into their own Harry Potter world timelines um, to like meet their favorite characters and have like relationships with their favorite characters, all this okay. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it was so fascinating to me at the time because like people were actually really doing this and like really coming back with fully conscious stories of their experience and their scripted reality. Like they were really shifting into these alternate realities. And mm. it's like, it's, it's almost like, you know, six months can pass in a day when you're, when you're shifting yes. And yes. they come back with these experiences and these stories. And it just kind of goes to show like the untapped spiritual potential and power 
that exists that is like arising right now. Like even in just teenagers who are like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go like shift my mind into a different body and a different reality. Cause I feel like it. Absolutely. There's so many different techniques for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big mm-hmm. believer. I mean, I have, I have a technique, mind you, yes, you can go ahead and do this, but there's gotta be a lot of belief already in your ability mm. to write your reality. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously I, I believe in the power of the word, but I strengthen the power of the word with writing. Yeah. Gratitude journals, uh, as well as manifestation journals. Mm-hmm. And then the process that it takes for you to have a clarity in regards to manifestation by doing letting go journals and forgiveness journals. Mm. Um, but there's this little trick that uh, has worked a few times for me. And so what you do is you grab a piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. And so you write yourself in your current situation on one side of the page, right? And you can even draw yourself like a little stick figure with beautiful old curls, you know, like that's you. And so you draw a line to the other end of the paper and you write a goal that you want, be mm-hmm. it a, a big, you know, five, 10 year goal or something that you think you could accomplish within three to six months. Mm-hmm. And so what you do is you grab a little bit of glue and you put it on you and on that point and you fold the paper. And so what you're doing is you're visualizing a quantum leap mm. where you're choosing to avoid walking that long straight line and you're just saying, take me here, God. Wow. And so you keep that piece of paper like that on your altar energetically for some time so that you can remember what it is. And then when the time is right, you let it go, you burn it. You cash it in. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So <laughs> I know that you have the, the foundational belief to, to do something. You know, you probably got goosebumps just from the idea of having yeah. a quantum leap of that. <laughs> and so that's the crystallization of the reality that is being, you know, absorbed wow. by your body. Because I always tell people, I don't know the truth. I know my truth. I know what has worked for me. And I can mm. only show others what I do and what I have done. I cannot teach them anything. At times, all the me showing them my truth does is either enhance their own truth, their own reality, or challenge a limiting belief or mm. a certain, you know, uh, subconscious, unconscious reality and just kind of, okay, let's put this two together. This seems to be like a beneficial reality that I can embody, that I can engage instead. Mm. And then there's something else that they have to let go of. So that's one of the little, mm. that's one of my golden nuggets that I, you know, advanced manifestation, but I know that you get it. And I know that those whom, whom are meant to listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. because there are divine appointments for listeners. There are oh, people yeah. whom, whom caught up to this podcast months, years after we recorded this, because they needed some other information that lies within it. And I want to thank you for, for creating this channel of, of communication and education for so many people out there whom we lack the ability to come in contact with physically or even with our eyes, but they will reach you. They will reach us as they're driving and they're playing this audio uh, uh, on their you know, speakers or on their Bluetooth and the coffee uh, cafeteria, whatever it may be. Oh. I know that's the impact that you're creating with this. And I commend you oh. for that. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I really feel that in my heart and I'm, I'm so grateful. And I mean, we have a few minutes left on the meeting. If you want to restart and keep going and maybe pull a card or something. <laughs> you know, it's very interesting you like that you it? said the whole, <laughs> it's interesting that you said the card thing, because I thought to myself, why don't I have a, uh, 
a deck on hand because, you know, I do a lot of Oracle, but I also have been explaining to people that there are so many definition tools, right? Mm. And just like we're all familiar with cartomancy, which is, you know, divination through cards. At times, I love to to dive into uh, bibliomancy, divination through books. Mm -hmm. And so, and the walk that preceded our conversation today, um, Mm -hmm. as I was headed into this particular pine tree that I love to go and meditate with. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a beautiful pine tree. It's surrounded by other random trees. And I just sit there and meditate. And so this was the book that I found today. The monk who sold his Ferrari. (laughs) (laughs) and as i flipped through the pages there was a couple of lines that were uh underlined Mm, really (laughs) you just found them that way yes and so one of the things was one that i mentioned earlier everything is always created twice first in the mind and then in reality Mm. it also speaks about a worrisome thought is like an embryo it starts off small but grows and grows soon it takes on a life of its own so if a Mm. worrisome thought can do that a hopeful manifesting thought, thought can do the same. And lastly, there is nothing noble about being superior to some other person. True nobility lies in being superior to your former self. Mm. Absolutely. One, one more, one more. Yeah. Right here. I, I love this Thank one. you so much. Every, every second you spend thinking about someone else's dream, you take time away from your own. Mm. And it made me think about how many of us powerful manifestors in this reality invest time uh, consuming stories and and, and things of influencers and Mm. how with our watching, we give them power and we help them manifest it. And so I've been very mindful of switching my um, usage from being a content consumer to a content creator. Yes. Oh my God. That has been such a big focus of mine lately. Like I could, yeah, I feel like we could totally, if you, if you have time, we could continue this conversation. All right. So the zoom call actually cut out at that point. So there is going to be a part two to this conversation because we did keep diving deeper. So Make sure to stay tuned for part two, like, share, subscribe, and you can find Edvin Alexander on Instagram at VNLX333, and let him know that you enjoyed the episode. Feel free to share and comment, and I will see you guys next time with part two to this conversation, and I'm wishing you so much love wherever you are in this crazy world. (laughs) See you soon. Your resistance, speak into existence, and release your resistance. Wake up, rise up. Existence and release your existence.